Hey, what's going on? It's episode 41, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. We are back on another Thursday night. If you're listening to us, another Tuesday morning or whatever morning you decide to listen to it. What's going on? Not a lot. Welcome not a back, lot. fellas. Hey, I want to start this off before I forget on a note. Did you know on Craigslist they have a section called Misconnections? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Have Some of them are pretty funny. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. Like, if you drive through a drive through and the drive through lady's hot and y'all lock eyes and think you have a moment, but you don't know her name, you go back, she's not there. You can go on Craigslist to misconnections and write out something. Hey, I met you at the Taco Bell drive through. We shared a look. If you can tell me what I'm wearing, hit I me up. I was the guy in the Subaru with my family. Exactly. <laughs> Felt like we connected. Exactly. So, anyway, <laughs> most of them, most of them, I go looking on there, you know, just to see who's out there. And most of those people are poor, desperate people. You in the market? No. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the reason why, though. Occasionally, you come across a jewel okay. that's worth starting your podcast on. All right. What do you got? And this one is, uh, he says, me taking a huge poop at the 15P bath- <laughs> pizza bathroom. You, beautiful, and discovered that I forgot to lock the door to the, to the restroom. Then he goes on to say, look, I know if it must have been awkward for you to see me in that state, and especially uh, it didn't seem to bother uh, but especially didn't seem to bother me that you walked in. We made contact for eye contact for a brief moment. You have the most beautiful brown eyes, no pun intended. I said, <laughs> he goes, so this dude's taking a crap. He goes, I said, hey, beautiful lady, right as you slammed the door, and I meant it. Every Everyone poops, and now it seems that uh, now you've seen me poop, and I feel like we already have moved to a relationship to a higher level. If you read this and feel the same way, respond. Dude. This dude had a lady walk in while he was pooping. And Rico Suave said, hey, beautiful. (laughs) How do you you think he said it? Was he like, hey, beautiful? Or was he like, hey, beautiful? (laughs) As he tried to work one over a speed bump. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you're the lady... And he did have just a nice, classy, hey, beautiful. Do you respond? No. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I just I mean, I just thought it was funny that, like, have you ever walked in on anyone pooping accidentally? Uh, That's I'm, not, no. And, take your wives. And worse. Take, <laughs> <laughs> take your wives and, and family members out. This has to be. A stranger or someone in public. Or a fellow soldier in Iraq, six months in. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was their reaction? Because I can tell you this, one time... It's deer, went, in, deer in headlights is what it is. This I walked in on an old dude. <laughs> this guy at the time was probably 70-something years old. Yeah. He's passed away since, you know, as of now. But he forgot to lock the stall. Man, I'm tall, and, and the way it was set up, I, you couldn't see feet anyway. And so I go in and just go to the last stall and sling the door open. 
And the look in this man's face was not during the headlights. It was sheer terror. <laughs> like, this was it. Like, the Grim Reaper found me, and he's coming to take me in this state. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've never had it happen to me. Like, every now and then, my daughter will kind of jerk the door, and I'll have to grab it before she can open it because I forget to lock it. But I don't think I'd be able to be like, hey, beautiful, as someone walks in on me. Just keep your cool. Yeah. Well, what makes it really funny is you never, like, cautiously open a bathroom door because half the time it's an emergency anyway. So you you open it, and you're, like, a half step in oh, by the time you realize yeah. that no, it's that's... occupado. Yeah. So it's just like both of you yeah. are like, oh, where do we go from here? So you're just like, sorry, and you slowly back out of it. <laughs> Oh, that's what i'm like because like, like when i did man it's like sling that door open you know and uh my bad you're like halfway in the dude's lap before you realize yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i uh, yeah I've, I've definitely opened the door you know and there been someone in there but uh i think the more awkward situation i've ever seen was like you know you're out with your buddies you know and, Especially like at the lake, you know, not a lot of bathrooms. Like, you go looking for your buddy and you like walk around the corner, you see him out there popping a squat in the trees. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, that's not too bad, though. I mean, that's a weird one to see. It is weird, but I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, as he was pooping, he, regardless of what the percentage was, he knew there was a small possibility that someone yeah. would see him doing that. Because when you do it outside, it's awkward yeah. anyways. You're, you you can only do it awkward because... Right. Because there's always the chance you gotta someone's going to... You know, it's, you know, it's like, you know, do I do the, the whole, like, just sit here, you know, and hope that the pile doesn't grow and, and touch? <laughs> or... Wow. <laughs> you're either laying well, some have, big have piles. You, have you, ever run, have you or, ever run into the problem where, or, like, it's downhill? Yeah. And you're afraid you might get, like, a roller? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, there, there's always the, um, you know, like, the idea that you grab a tree. When you're out in the woods, mm, this is yeah. how you do it. You grab a tree and you hold onto the tree, and then uh-huh. you can kind of... You just kind of lean back. Mm-hmm. That seems dangerous. So, all right, this guy I know, he did the Pacific Crest Trail hike. It took months. It goes all the way from Mexico to Canada, uh, you know, through the mountains. He's walking with this group of people he doesn't even know because, you know, you just meet random people on the trail. And he says, I got to go, man. And he said, I had to go real bad. He's like, so I just went over to the edge of the trail. And he goes, there's kind of a cliff and a tree. He's like, so, man, I just, like, grab a tree and kind of hang out over this cliff, and I just kind of drop one off the side of it and, like, let it hit the ground. He said as he's sitting over there kind of, like, cleaned up and getting his stuff back together and everything, he hears someone go, oh, gross. He didn't realize the trail wrapped around <laughs> and came back through that way. And, 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 and the people that saw it were the people that he had broke away from that he had been talking to the whole time. <laughs> So he said it got real awkward real fast. He's like, man, he's like, you don't, you know, when you get to see people on the trail, you want to hang out with them, but yeah. it kind of makes it awkward. There one time <laughs> in between me, uh, I transferred back home to start working after football was over in college. So in between the, the time that I got the got my first like I call real job, yeah. and and that I painted houses yeah. with a with a guy. Which was, you did know, you wear kind of, underwear on your head? Have you ever seen a house painter wear yeah, whitey ties on his head? He did. I didn't. It, well, he didn't have whitey ties, but he had those essentially lunch lady nets and all that. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Uh, but yeah, he did that. Um, but we were at this dentist house, 
this dentist basically was one of the only dentists in town, so they were loaded. Yeah. Right? And uh, they were building this huge house out in the middle of nowhere. And um, the porta potty was down at the end of the road, and you're definitely not pooping at a porta potty, just not supposed to. And they wouldn't allow anyone to poop in the uh, in the house, even though there's running water, because uh, the wife would come up every day and do inspections on the house herself. She's very annoying, yeah. And uh, they didn't want to risk leaving a skid mark or something in her wig out and have to replace the toilet, because yeah. that's what she would make them do. Yeah. So anyway. I hike it up this hill, and because uh, I mean it's 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 coming. I mean there's no no waiting. I've waited as long as I could. Went up there and did exactly what you said. Went as far as I could up this hill uh, to get out of the way. Grabbed the tree and just let this moose-sized turd, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm talking. <laughs> no. It was, it was big. Crawled up the hill and gave birth, huh? (laughs) It was a keeper. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, then he, you know, I had the painter's rags. So I, you know, clean up and go downstairs, go back down the hill, whatever. Go downstairs. She shows up. Well, she has a five-year-old and a three-year-old, right? So she's around doing her normal inspections, like, you know, whatever. Well, those kids go out and play, right? And they run up the hill. Oh. And then you just hear them scream and come running down the hill. And that's all I heard. I didn't hear what they told mom because mom <laughs> was on the other side of the house and I was loading the truck up. And uh, I just see her trotting up the hill. And I'm just sitting there like, oh. <laughs> this is going to get awkward. Yeah. Anyway, he's like. Hey man, you ready to go? I'm like, let's roll. So let's we roll, drive, buddy. we drive off, and she goes up to examine the turd. Oh. Well, long story short, comes back. She either she blamed it on me or him, the painter, mm-hmm. and uh, wanted him fired up, from what I understand. But because of, because of the painter's rags, so yeah. she just assumed that the two painters there were like 15 people, like trim carpenters and all that. Yeah. And but she pointed on one of us two, well, rightfully so, but uh, it wasn't him. And uh, but he made the point, like, dude, it could have been anyone. Yeah. Dude, that's a box of rags that's laying out. I mean, did he know it was you? Huh? No. Uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. No, no. Yeah, that to yourself, huh? Well, we we just kind of moved on and all that, and we yeah. kind of had that that conversation. I, I was there the last day. We didn't go back to the house. Yeah. You know, so I'm pretty sure they're like, just keep. The- <laughs> I was the biggest one there, so yeah. they're like, hmm, a deuce that size got to be <laughs> be the big guy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I got a lot of good poop stories. We won't use them all here, but no, no, th- those things, uh, those things are endless, man. One just, just brings up another. Yeah. So. But speaking of a hard transition, <laughs> Aretha Franklin died. Yeah, man, that was sad. What was yeah. she? Seventy six. Yeah, and that was unexpected too. Like she got sick last week and then died this week. What was it? I don't know. You know? No clue. I don't, I don't know if they they really know. Yeah. I, I don't know if they released it or not. They hadn't released it as of this morning when I yeah. read. But yeah. I know Jay-Z and Beyonce were planning on doing a tribute to her. She oh, was all right. Okay. I never really. I mean, I'm sure I've, I've recognized a lot of her stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, she. I know who she was. She, yeah, she was in the Blues Brothers, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. And But, I mean, she did that song uh, with Outkast. Oh. You know. And so, 
Yeah. But you, she's not, she's one of those people you never hear a bad story about. No, no, you know, no diva problems. No, no I, I think she bad run-ins with. You know, fans. she started off. Uh, you know, she was a gospel singer. Uh, not so sure if her dad maybe wasn't a preacher or something. But um, you know, that's where she learned to sing in church yeah. and all that. And then uh, just her voice. You know, people recognized her and, and it carried her and built a pretty awesome career. Had a lot of great songs and mm-hmm. you know, her voice is so distinct. Like it stands out. It's like yeah. you know, one of those great American voices. Right. And yeah, that's that's. Anyway, and then Madonna turned 60. Gross. Mm-hmm. 60 years old. Cause of death uh, was pancreatic cancer. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, they kept that under wraps then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's just the first thing that pops up. I didn't up. realize, because it, it kind of came as a shock that she was sick when she got admitted and yeah. wasn't doing well. Yeah. So, yeah, they kept that under wraps real yeah. well. But yeah. Yeah, it's sad, man. Some of these great American icons are starting to pass away. Willie Nelson still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's something to this. Maybe there's something to this it. This token with Willie. Do, Weed cures everything do, if you ask a pothead. Do yoga, smoke pot, make millions of dollars, be popular, and live forever. That's kind of the moral of the story. Is that what that is? Dude, I was waiting tables at Outback. Yeah. And Willie Nelson was came into the Outback I was, I yeah. was working at wearing a kilt. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. On late Sunday afternoon, and, and he looked like Willie. He's tiny. Yeah, he's not a big man. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he, he's 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 probably about my height, honestly. And I'm pretty. But, sure. Yeah, but he's. I'd say he's probably twenty, thirty pounds lighter than you are. I yeah. mean, he is a tiny, tiny man. Uh, anyway, we're uh, we're all in the back. Like, I think Willie Nelson's here. Yeah, but it could be just a weird dude that looks like Willie Nelson. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, I walked by his table. And I just went on the road again, <laughs> real loud. <laughs> and he looked up and just, and, and when he looked up and, and I looked at him, he knew, you know, like I was, and he just yeah. kind of smiled and winked and just, just kept eating. And yeah. it's like, been a Willie fan ever since, man. Yeah, man. It's funny how many people have Willie stories too. And the reason is, is like, he just goes out in public apparently yeah. a lot and, you know, and, and kicks it. My mom and dad uh, have a story of, um, I think they were checking into a hotel maybe for their honeymoon or something. So this was like before his... I don't know, big rise to fame when he was mainly just a songwriter or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, anyways, they said, mom said, there's this old dirty homeless looking guy playing piano. And uh, she said it was Willie Nelson turned out. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they walked in, you know, and he was down there. Like, I guess they were staying there too. And he was in there just kind of playing the piano in the lobby or whatever. There was well, he piano. was famous by then, wasn't he? He would have been famous to a point. Not like. I mean, enough for your parents to know who he was. Yeah, yeah. Because he wrote like, you know. Crazy for Patsy Klein. People knew who he was. Yeah, yeah and so Hello Walls, you know, and all these yeah. all these big songs. Here's where Willie, here's where Real, Willie took off. So Willie was living in Nashville, um, and uh, he was doing all right. But he just his look and sound just wasn't the Nashville look and sound at the time. Everybody loved his songs, but they wanted someone else to perform them. Uh-huh. And uh, anyways, Willie was a pretty wild guy. He he drank a lot back then. It, um, and uh, anyways, he comes home one night and his house is on fire. And he said he ran in and the only things he saved was that guitar that he named Trigger and a sack of weed. And he said he took it as a sign and he moved to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and he moved to Austin, Texas. He signed with Atlantic Records and he put out uh, the album Shotgun Willie. And then he put out Phases and Stages. And he just created this whole like 
different style and sound. Would you, you say know? he created the music scene in Austin? Or was that already going? No, it, I mean, it was, you know, Texas has always had a music scene. So I think it was already going. But, like, Willie became the face of Austin music. And yeah. I think, and really, and really brought it to a bigger prominence. Because that's when he started collecting this horde of fans that just followed him wherever he went. And then, then you know, later on, he kind of got, um, probably with Stardust, I would say. Stardust was a cover album of uh-huh. just basically pop songs of the era's. That you know he'd kind of come oh, he through. He did an old Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah, he did a bunch of covers. <laughs> like, yeah, just and, throw some country and, pieces and, and like stuff. just had just massive hits with it, and his popularity just you know was huge by this point. But no, he he's got an interesting uh, interesting beginning. But yeah, definitely when he went to Austin, that's when everything changed. He's another one that has. Uh, he grew his hair out when he moved to Austin. Yeah, so he's another one who has like just stories that people you never hear anyone say a bad thing about him. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Because uh, didn't his tour bus get pulled over and the cops felt bad about about arresting him? Probably. I <laughs> mean, like he was so nice there yeah, the whole he's process. Yeah, a pleasant guy. But because I heard, I, I bring that up because I, I heard a story about Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he was singing in a in a uh, um, elevator mm-hmm. in a parking garage, and this guy said that he could hear him coming down the shaft. That's how loud he was singing, and he's coming down the elevator shaft that loud. And uh, door opens, and the guy, you know, saw it was him and was trying to be cool and just say, hey, man, I really dig your sound, you know. And yeah. Justin Timberlake goes, you should. I get paid millions of dollars for it. <laughs> 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 and walks off, didn't that, even look him in the eye or anything. That's pretty you awesome. Because that, that's you cool know that's a, that's from a sense of humor standpoint. You know, he wasn't being I, a jerk because he's, he's a funny guy. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And I think that's it. This guy kind of yeah. made it sound like he was being a jerk, yeah. which, I mean, you know, there was kind of a uh, – uh, word around San Antonio that Tim Duncan was terrible to run into in public. Oh, yeah. Because he'd rip you a new one. Yeah. Uh, but I've run into him. I had one encounter with him in public, and he was super cool. And my yeah. brother had one, at least one that I know of in, in public. He came into Baskin-Robbins with his girlfriend, and he was super cool there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I was telling this dude at work, like, you know, people like that because they were talking about someone. And I said, you know, the thing is, is, like, we don't know, you know, because we always say you need to take the criticism because you have so much praise heaped on you. It's kind of the you got to take both sides of it. But yeah. then we we talk about running to people in public, and I think we need to understand that we have to take both sides of it too. Like we yeah. don't know how many people have been harassing this dude all well, day. You know, just let a person be normal. Like you know, they they provide you with something super awesome that you obviously love. Right. So like, do them a solid and let them they be normal. And they don't owe you anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, so. personally, but oh well. Yeah, I think people get it in their heads, though, that if they can just say the right cool thing, you know, maybe that they'll, like, spark a friendship, you know, and get to know this oh, person yeah. or get a spark a conversation. And so you get people who probably just do whatever they can to, like, you know, play it cool with them Why and stuff. And, you know, they just were like, you know what, just be normal. Just walk many, up to me. How many people's, <laughs> how many opinions of someone has changed because they ran into someone famous? Yeah, I mean, tons of people. Like, how you how do they get treated? You no, know. no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if you come in, like, my, my Willie Nelson story. Yeah. Like, if I was to go tell somebody that story, would their opinion of me change? Oh, no, opinion of you. I thought you meant the opinion no, no, of the famous No, no, I get, yeah. No, person. no, I'm talking about the opinion of me. 
no. So the point being no, is you like meeting someone didn't change who you exactly. are. Exactly. So it's like, why is that always a big Even deal? Even if you did something hilarious that made Willie like crack up laughing and then he invited you on the bus and hung out with you for three hours because he thought you were so awesome. That's a cool story. Yeah. But it's not like it don't change nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I like yeah. to think that every time somebody talks to me, it changes their life. It's life changing. <laughs> it's life. Well, like I said, man, it was super cool. He like, yeah. he could have been a jerk, man, because I was, I, you know, I was a big goofy waiter. Yeah, oh, man. Episode nice. forty. Yeah, episode forty one, <laughs> and I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But yeah. he just kind of looked up and winked and smiled, like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. Willie," you know, and. And I just went in the back like, it is Willie. <laughs> it yeah. is. And people just walk, you know, they would take the long route just to look at them, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad because they are kind of like zooed, caged animals, you know, because they have to just sit there and, you know, you do know, what they're doing. With, the cooler with they people are. Gawking. To people in public, the cooler the public's going to be. Today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Willie so. probably doesn't get a bunch of people who are like jerks to him. No. You know, they might be dorks or goofy or something, but they're not going to be jerks. Yeah. So. No, that's a good point. Good point. No, that's good. Anyway. Good stuff. Let me, uh, you ever heard of David Taylor? David Taylor? Self-proclaimed apostle David Taylor. I don't guess I have. I think he's from St. Louis. <clears throat> I stumbled, I don't know why I stumbled across him, uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, his deposition, he, he basically got taken to, to court. And I know uh, there's a, um, they, they're going through like his taxes. Oh, and yeah? they go, okay, you got here a $2.8 million um, residential center. And they show a picture. I'm like, it's the dude's house. Oh, wow. is this is this the guy that had the planes and the in the suits and the cars and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. cut. He 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 spent. <laughs> so he bought this like hundred and some like hundred and some thousand dollar Mercedes, and oh, then he wow. spent an extra fifty thousand to have it cut in half and made into a limo. Yeah, and, and he has like fifteen thousand dollar suits and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so you had a speaking engagement in Minnesota. He goes, yeah, I needed suits. I was sweating through. Uh, through all my stuff, so I needed suits, and they're like, "Did they have to be Versace?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he and so anyway, I got part of his deposition here. Go ahead and play. And when were you divorced? Um, in February of O ten. And in what county and state? Uh, St. Louis. Wait for it. That man just farted in his deposition. (laughs) (laughs) He straight up just pooted. I didn't catch it. Play play it one more time. You can tell because he takes a deep breath and he's trying, you can tell he's trying to squeak it out. But he divorced. It Um, gets away from him. In February of 2010. And in what county and state? Uh, St. Louis. So he takes the deep breath. He just to play it off. Yeah, he does, but he's trying not to laugh, too. (laughs) That man just pooted in the middle of his deposition. (laughs) Oh, that was great. I'd like to raise a witness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have you? I mean, we've all had that where we tried to squeeze it out. I've done it on the podcast. Yes, twice. (laughs) Twice. I don't think you're trying to squeeze it out silently. 
That's the point. I think Huey just got away from him. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, that man's a fraud. You, you think? A fraud. Yeah, he's a turd. I mean, you, <laughs> it's funny. Like, but he gets paid a lot of money, so who's listening to him? Oh, yeah, he gets he gets Who, paid a ton. He has his own church, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has his own yeah, church. Yeah, he, he performs miracles. Um, oh, you know what I mean? He's, like he's that one. That dude. That, oh, dude. There's Benny Hinn, you know, he slaps them with a jacket and they're healed. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, check this. He goes, I'm going to, said something. I, I, you can Google it, but he goes, I'm going to breathe the something, something on you. And he goes, Whoo. well, the second row back, I'll get the memo and fall. The entire front row is just sitting there like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> But, yeah, I saw someone one time with Benny Hinn. They're like, "Man, the heck with this guy. Get me that jacket because that's what he swings at him and hits him with when he <laughs> wow. give anyway. me that jacket." Yeah, so they so that that's what he's on deposition for his tax. He was actually sentenced. I think he was found guilty. But, yeah, but yeah, he's like, uh, "Did they have to be for Sachi? <laughs> you know, and all that. And and uh, like I said, he called his house the two point eight million dollar rec- residential center yeah. and they're like well what do you do there he's like uh i bring bring people to my house and we talk and we cook and we share meals i'm like okay man you have a 2.8 million dollar house that you barbecue at yeah but he's charging it to uh whatever the you know Everything and he does that. He's trying not to pay taxes. On yeah, because yeah. it's because it's a nonprofit, so it, it's tax yeah. exempt. So he's charging all this under the thing and all that. He claimed oh. it. He claimed it as his net assets to yeah to get loans and all that. But at the same time, he's like, "Well, I'm renting it." And I'm like, "Well, how do you claim it as an asset if you're renting?" It? He's just like, "I'm not really an accountant." <laughs> it's just funny, man. You got to. I mean, if you got time, just go listen to it, man. Just. Like I said, how if anyone ever saw that, yeah. like you kind of look at it like, hmm. <laughs> but I mean, they're, they're, he's not the only one. They're all out there. He yeah. might be the only one who's ever farted out loud in a deposition. <laughs> though. <laughs> I mean, just straight up, straight up tooted. Oh man, that was the Holy Ghost uh, making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, that's crazy, man. Well, uh, did you, did you ever watch um, In Living Color? Yeah. All right. Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans. Jim Carrey was great on that show. Yeah, they did charismatic preachers who were like in court for basically, I think, kind of the same thing. And uh, at one point, Damon Wayans is like, do you want the Lord to forgive you? Do you want the Lord to do this, do this? Well, he will, but he ain't going to do it for free. (laughs) 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 Like, then he goes into why, you know, you got to pay for it, you know. Arsenio Hall. Coming to America. Yeah. Yep. Gilligan. Gilligan. On the island. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Randy uh, and that, Watson. And that's the thing, man. Randy Watson reminds me a lot of David Taylor, man. Like, yeah. So they were just watching him. And he's uh, just real flamboyant. You in just, Living Color is one of the best movies. Or not in Living Color. I mean, uh, Coming to America is one of the best movies ever. Right? Oh, yeah. That's still hilarious. Yeah. No, I agree. Eddie Murphy, man. Was, How old is that movie now? Oh, goodness. 30? Yeah. Like, maybe late 80s? No, it's before, like, it's before Golden Child. Yeah. And I remember watching Golden Child when I was, like, 11 or 12. Yeah. At the latest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's 90-something. So that's one of, and that's definitely before Beverly Hills Cop. No, it's not. 
Beverly Hills Cop became before coming to America? Dude, he was Saturday Night Live and then like Trading Places and Beverly Hills Cop were like his next two movies. Do you have that, Corey? What am I looking at? When, uh, how old Coming to America is. No, it, it was Coming to America. What, what, wait, what, what's, your, uh, what's your guess, Jeff? Give me a year, exact year. 19... She's your queen. 87. Okay, 87, Josh? 88. All right, I'm going with 84. All right. Is it 80? I, I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Uh, drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> What's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Is it Coming to America? Yeah. yeah. And it, I think mine is too, but... What, uh, what was your guess, Josh? 88. Nailed it. Good job. See? Dude, it's 30 years old this year. Yeah. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Bam. Congratulations. Yeah. Man, we might have to have like a special podcast. See what month that thing came out. <laughs> have a special podcast just covering coming to America where we watch it and comment on it. During the oh, dude. And that's the thing, man, is like there are so many funny McDougal. The whole McDougal thing yeah. hilarious. Yeah. They got the golden arches. And we then, got the uh, golden arcs. What's that? What's that? Uh, what's the boyfriend's name? Uh, the Soul Glow guy. Yeah. Um, Dude, every time they get off the couch, man, there's grease spot. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, it, 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 that whole movie's just There's funny. a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of Arsenio Hall's great in it. Yeah. Uh, the barbershop's hilarious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, the boxing talks and yeah. everything that yeah, they that's do. Just, yeah, that's just a, I mean, just well done movie. Yeah. And I have to say, there's a lot of, of Eddie Murphy movies that I like a lot. Uh, I will say Debbie that That's my favorite but uh i thought life was pretty hilarious with him life and martin lawrence Man. and they had like you gonna eat that cornbread yeah yeah and they had bernie mac on there like i'm the boy Pappy. <laughs> yeah right yeah the life is good i didn't i mean i didn't really get into uh was it doc the one where he talks to the animals i didn't watch any of his disney movies uh, really yeah, I didn't dr like, do a little yeah, yeah. and what i didn't if, like the one where he was fat and then he nutty professor nutty professor yeah. See, that and then one, he did it in norbit too yeah that <laughs> one was a huge one like eddie murphy in a fat suit became kind of a thing for like 10 straight years i mean scene. beverly yeah. hills and you know Medea kind of took that tyler perry <laughs> oh yeah what about the so. adventures of pluto nash <laughs> yeah didn't that one almost kill his career <laughs> oh it killed his career yeah. he really didn't do anything after that Bye. yeah i think i spy was like one of his last movies that was even kind of funny yeah, um, with Owen Wilson. No, was what's, funny. no, hey, what's that one that uh, uh, where he shoots that lady's toe? You shot my pinky. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights is, is a, a great good one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then obviously Beverly Hills Cops. Golden Child was good. It was good. Yeah, because like he he kind of he wasn't a funny cop. I mean he it was I mean there was some you know he quiet cracked some jokes, okay. but he was more of a. Have you ever seen Forty Eight Hours? Mm-mm. Okay, well, they did 48 hours and then another 48 hours, so there's two of them. And it was uh, him and Nick Nolte. And uh, Nolte, I think, was a cop. Eddie Murphy was, like, basically a crook, and they had to work together. Um, <coughs> I, I think I kind of remember it. I haven't seen it, though. Anyways, that was, one of his, that, yeah, that was one of his earliest movies, and those are real good, too. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to check it out, man. He actually, honestly, he was doing really, really good to where every movie was just, like, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And then... I don't know. I think that the Disney thing kind of, you know, he, he was getting paid a lot of money and well, the professor he, took off. Then and he, he, just, get, he he had some off. Shrek. Shrek. He was great in Shrek. Yeah. He's oh, Mulan. He was yeah, that. Yeah, he was dragon. dragon. Yeah. So, but yeah. I'm talking like, but, but you know, he, like, had some, he had some off screen issues. Oh, I don't doubt it. He's yeah, soliciting prostitutes or something. Yeah. yeah. I, th- it's I, think almost, 
I think a lot of times when a celebrity has a downfall, it has to do with the stuff that happens yeah. off camera. No, but what I'm saying though is it's like he did he he had the issues off screen mm-hmm. and then it it's almost as if he was he was doing the Disney stuff to kinda yeah. You know, make men's or, or pay his taxes. Well, he was probably just getting paid like crazy. I mean, how many crappy movies has The Rock put out? Oh, that's true. You All know, of them. But, but like, except got, for the rundown. But has he put, out, like has he put out any good Jumanji ones? was good. The new Jumanji? Yeah. It was good. I, I mean, it. it's, it's okay. Hey, what's that movie where the he. The original's much better. What's that movie where he, uh, he gets out of jail? And walks straight into the office building and shoots that dude in the head. Oh, he's got that. Uh, he's got that that six shooter, that little revolver. It's like a little hand cannon. Was that? It was like Rush or something like that. Yeah. Uh, huh. It was know. good, man. Like I haven't he, seen that, but I'm like he's shooting at dudes, and it's just like center blocks exploding. <laughs> <laughs> the noisy cricket he's shooting at him. You know what the noisy cricket is? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh Men, yeah, Men, Men in Black. Black yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is what they call uh they call it the warthog or something like that. So. Yeah. It's a Ruger, like a bear pistol. Little, yeah, it's, it's faster. It's faster. That's what it is. And it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's made for like if you shoot a hog. Yeah. You can walk up to it and and because you you hardly ever kill it with the first shot. Yeah. So these things are strong enough to, to puncture its skull, so you can kill it and all that. And in Alaska, the Alaskan is what it's called. Okay. Uh, is the gun name of the gun? But yeah, he's walking around that thing just. Boom, boom, boom. He's just blowing people <laughs> up, man. He's at the end, man. He's getting laced like a hundred times, oh, you know, man. and he's still. Well, so, yeah, that's a pretty good movie, but. Yeah, every time I see a commercial for a new rock movie, it almost looks like a parody, <laughs> you know, like something yeah. someone's making a joke about. Well, they're making a uh, Jungle Cruise movie. Did you see that? I, th- I think it's another Disney ride that yeah. they're trying to do. Like, they're oh. trying to do another Pirates of the Caribbean thing where yeah. they take a ride and make Stop it. Stop, Disney. Yeah. It's just it's all Stop. money, money grabs. Yeah, and it'll 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 make money. It'll make money. I yeah. mean, everything they do makes money. I guess. You know, you know, you look at at the Rock, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's such a hard worker and all that," because you know he's always talking about, you know, "Hey, I just got done with the Grammy Awards, blah blah blah, and now I'm in Miami to shoot, you know, the second scene of Ballers, <clears> blah blah blah," and it was like. You know, dude, man, he's such a hard worker. He, you know, left L.A. at 11 o'clock, and now he's there. And I'm like, the dude's flying, like, luxury jets, and he's sleeping on these things, and he's eating with, you know what I mean? Yeah. People I mean, are it's, easy, it's easy for him to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't put in hard work. Yeah. But he's not flying coach from yeah. L.A. to Miami and then getting off the plane and going and, and, and running know, stunts. If you're listening, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and you want to come over here and defend yourself, uh, we'd be glad to have Top you on the, the podcast. Chain, homie. Defend, yeah. defend yourself. Defend your title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you make Doom? <laughs> Why, that Why? movie is terrible. Why in the world did you make Doom? Why would you sell Tyrese out? What was the, what was the one where the, the flood comes in and oh, like, takes out San Francisco? I caught, uh, San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, I caught Britney I watching that, that one. one one time. I watched yeah, that that's one. got that. What's her name? Alexandra Daddario. So we can't uh, can't yeah. talk bad. We can't about talk it. bad about okay. that movie. Okay. Dude, what, dude, that one where he plays the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's called the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go back to wrestling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? He was awesome as a that, wrestler, man. That falls into the same genre as uh, the Pacifier. Yeah. You remember that one with yeah. Vin Diesel? Yeah. Oh, just horrible yeah. movies. Or if you want to go way back in time, The Nanny with Hulk Hogan. Remember that one? That was a good movie, though. <laughs> yeah, Dead Man Ramsey. <laughs> what was the one? What was the one where he's uh, the aliens are coming from outer space? 
Uh, and he's got to save the urban commando. Urban that's commando. Yeah. Yes, that's, man, Ramsey. That's the one where like those guys get mad at him. They're like these like big yeah. like redneck biker looking yeah. dudes, and he's like, "What are you gonna do?" And they're like, "It's the nineties, man. We are gonna sue you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh so, man. Now hey, man. I will say, what's your favorite Hogan movie? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Dude, I don't. Probably Rocky Three. Yeah. Is that really a Hulk Hogan movie, though? Thunderlifts, baby. Yeah. Have you seen No Holds Barred? No. It's pretty good. Remember that? Remember that that show, that TV show he had, where he he and that other dude were uh... with the boat. Yeah. Something Tropic Thunder. Tropic wasn't it? Thunder. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. I think it was Tropic Thunder. It's pretty pretty goofy. I like that. That was back when. That was back when TV was kind of wild because like yeah, you Renegade. had like remember Renegade, yeah, Renegade and like Lorenzo Lamas, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the USA Network was like just pumping out just real cheesy Walker, stuff. Walker, Texas Ranger, Renegade, yeah, yeah Tropic what was, Thunder. Uh, you remember Viper? Viper. It was a uh, it was a Viper that would like transform into a slightly cooler Dodge Viper. <laughs> <laughs> and it had like, I'm sure it had like rockets or something stupid. Oh. It was a terrible show. Oh, that's kind, kind of like in the same genre as like Airwolf or or Knight Rider, where yeah. it's just a cool Knight vehicle. Rider was hey, a good Knight Rider and Airwolf were like my jam when I was a little little Dude, kid. Dude, I like Knight know? Rider. Yeah, I remember Airwolf was just like a spaceship to me. I was like, that is so awesome. Hulk Hogan made a movie in 1996 called Santa with Muscles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, the best wrestling movies that I can think of are uh, No Holds Barred and uh, Body Slam. Uh, that's got Roddy Piper. Yeah. It was a pretty good one. Oh, it was right. it was Suburban Commando. Suburban not, Commando. Not Urban yeah, Commando. Don't yeah. get them confused. Yeah, so. yeah. So, there you go. Wrestlers yeah. making it in big time. I know, man. And that's what they all do it for. Yeah. They all do it to get into movies. Yeah. There was a crazy transition in wrestling because I watched it with my granny when I was little, little. And we watched the Von Erichs wrestling out of the Sportatorium in Dallas. And then Vince McMahon started kind of taking over. And then Hogan and all those guys were, you know, on TV all the time. And that's when you started seeing, you know, Hogan and uh, Macho Man and, you know, Andre the Giant. And, you know, all these, like, really developed characters, you know, starting to show up, you know, on, like, WWF or whatever. And then, uh, then you know, WCW was coming along and all that stuff. But, yeah, wrestling went through some crazy transition while I was growing up. And then all of a sudden, I'd quit watching it. And then one day I came home, and, like, it was all the NWO and, and Wolfpack stuff. And, like, we got hooked on it, man. Best years. When I, when I was in NWO college, we Gilbert. watched a lot of wrestling. Because you had WWF had Stone Cold and The Rock just mm-hmm. killing it. But then you'd watch WCW, and it's like all the old WWF stars were there killing it, doing the NWO, like, Goldberg. tag. Sting. And then Goldberg took off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sting come from the rafters looking like the crow. Yeah. 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 Dude, I mean, the re- to me, the wrestling was the most boring part of those shows. Goldberg was a lot of fun. Yeah, but his matches were like... Two seconds yeah, later. Yeah, spear everybody. I just remember the first match I saw him, I was like, they forgot to tell this dude it was fake. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he, he never just, talked. Because all he did was he speared the guy and then jackhammered him as hard yeah. as he could. Well, he would like he would come out and remember he would like stand in the sparks and like inhale <laughs> all the smoke. I'm like, dude, like don't get me wrong, I know it's fake, but this dude is crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude's yeah. like inhaling the sparks, yeah, the smoke, because he would like try to blow it back out. Man. Well, have you like and that's the thing, he He's went bull, he went man. without talking forever. Yeah, he didn't oh. say anything. And for then the all of a sudden, time. they then he they gave him a match. without a match ever lasting more than three well, seconds. Well, he, he won how many matches in a row? It was like 99 he broke, he or 100. Or, yeah. He broke the record. 
Yeah, he the, broke Hogan's record, I think, against Hogan. Yeah. But I remember, I remember like he would never talk, and that was the coolest thing. And then I remember he got a microphone, and everyone was like, "Yeah," and he went, hey, yeah. And yeah. you're like, "No, no, yeah. cut it <laughs> so, off, cut it off." That's like, you know, who the worst was? I hate to say it because so many people like look back in fond memories, like he was so great and was their favorite wrestler. But go back and watch his uh, promos. Promos are where wrestlers made their name. Right. Man, if you were yeah. good in promos, Sting. that's where it was. No, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior yeah. was awful, dude. Yeah, he awful. Was... And but as a kid, you just remembered him like pumping himself up in the ring. So for him, honestly, the promos were stupid. For yeah, him, the wrestling. For him, the wrestling yeah. was what was awesome because he did the Hogan pump up. Like he could just pump himself up so much that you couldn't do anything to him if he just pumped himself up enough. You know. Yeah. And that's what Hogan capitalized on. He's like, if the crowd chants, I'll pump up. And if I pump up, I can't be taken down, you know. Yeah, I so heard he can't, the way he made people it. People would scream. I would scream at the TV, like, if I scream a little louder, he'll have the energy to beat this guy. <laughs> like, I was a Hulkamaniac. That's yeah, so. good stuff. Anyway, off wrestling. Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. Before we, before we move on, Jeff, how many wins in a row do you think Goldberg had? Guess. Man, I don't know. That's terrible. I don't know. I'll I'll go with uh, um, that he had 100. Josh? I thought it was like 33 or 36. Jeff wins this one. It was 173. Whoa! He won, he won every match for over a year, and uh, he only lost because somebody dressed up like a security guard who was actually a wrestler tased him. <laughs> it's not hard to see that guy sneaking up on you. That security guard is swole. Why are all the cameramen staring at him? Goodness gracious. Uh, why, does, why does his uniform look like a costume? <laughs> um, hey, man, did you hear about that dude who hijacked a plane? Huh? Uh, you talking In about um, D.B. Cooper? No. No. It's past week, man. <laughs> Not five days ago, not 50 years ago. That's old news, Josh. He stole a plane by himself. Didn't hijack it. Just went and, like, worked at the airport until jumped into a plane, jumped the runway, and went. Yeah. Did barrel rolls and all that. Anyway, did you you see it? I saw saw the videos. Like, he did, like, a loop-de-loop in, like, a passenger airplane. (laughs) It's one of the. It's not like the, a huge one, but it's Is like he a, the greatest pilot. It's like ever? a dual problem, dude. From, well, they said that. They said because he's like, how high do I need to do to barrel roll five thousand feet? And some dude goes, dude, if you can pull that off, like there was a because he they brought pilots on. He's like, if you pull that off, you're a, you're the man. And he, whoosh, yeah, and he does like, it. He almost crashes too, but he does it. Yeah, and yes. they're like, they're like. <clears throat> anyway, he so I heard he not guilty. He died. <laughs> like a, he he yeah. died. There's oh. a, he crashed. Did, oh. There's a conspiracy behind that, Josh. Some people th- some people think he was shot down. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the Las Vegas shooter, maybe. No, there was a jet and mm-hmm. scrambled. <laughs> no, no, they, yeah, there were jets. That, yeah. that they, they, and they, I don't think he was shot down. Uh, but there is there is. Uh, I mean, just not to get in too deep into conspiracy theory, <laughs> but. There's there's word on the street that he crashed on an island what? that a illegal missile was launched from to bring attention to it. <laughs> That's so word stupid. on the street. That's word my favorite street. part. What is, st- wait, what? what street and how how hard is the what? crack that they sell there? <laughs> what part of Sesame Street were you on, man? Living in that oh, fantasy land. Man. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's it, there are some some. We're gonna start doing so, that, man. From now on, anytime some, Josh says uh, somebody told something me crazy, somebody told me, and I haven't verified it, but they said he was like a uh, avid flight simulator player. 
Oh. Oh yeah, they like they're like they they asked him how was much Was he an actual pilot in any way? No, no, no. No, no but they, they did, did a barrel road. No, they asked him. They said uh uh how long like you been, natural. How long you been flying and all that? He goes, "Oh, I just, you know, got some time on the video game." You know, yeah, essentially. So, uh, yeah, he and he was super cool. Like you listen to the dialogue, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just like, "What do I got to look up to find this?" Oh, uh, just hijack plane. Washington. It's going to go to D.B. Cooper then. No. <laughs> uh, What's his name? Look it up. I want to know more about this guy. This guy's got my, he's got my interest, man. He sounds like my kind of guy. Not that I promote yeah. criminal things. So, somebody sent me a design and asked me to print a fly it like you stole it <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> with the picture of Just that a, plane a on plane it. plane doing a barrel row, man. <laughs> well, seriously, like it's like pitched up like straight up and it's like fly it like you stole it. Too and then it's soon. got like some other little tag That's on it. Great, That's great, man. If you, if you make that t-shirt, I'll buy one. Too soon, man. No, he's, he's a criminal, man. He died a hero. Anyway. He died a moron. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, man. Like, he was talking, and he's just like, you know, hey, I want to do this, this, and this. And, he, you know, he goes, are you trying to get me to a landing strip? Yeah. Because he's heading somewhere. And they go, no, we're trying to keep you away from the general public. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, good. And then, you know, because they're asking him to veer left. He's like, you're trying to get me to a landing strip. He goes, no, we're trying to get you away. So if you crash, you don't hurt anyone. He goes, oh, yeah, I definitely don't want to hurt anyone. So he, so he follows it, you know, and he's, that's kind of his, his demeanor. He's like, you know, I know my, they're going to say stories about me. I just want to apologize to my, my yeah. wife and, and my, you know, I got a great fan. You know, he's married in high school. He married his high school sweetheart. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things where he's like, <clears throat> his yeah. name was Richard Russell. Richard Russell. He's only 29. Dude, yeah. he, he died doing it, man. He said, he said he doing had a, it. he said he, he goes, I'm, I'm just not realizing I got a few screws loose. <laughs> You're like, all right. Oh, man. But it's That's... sad, too, because I think there was some suicidal thought at the end of it. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, not if he got shot down. I don't think he got shot. not shot down. I mean, there was, there, during the tape, man, he's like, yeah, I, I just think I want to end this. You know, so. Yeah. Man, so, it, I don't know. That is sad. That is sad. You don't have, like, that's that's terrible. Um, But just the idea. I guess it's just that moment of him being up there like, that's just an ultimate high. It's got to be to, like, just be doing something that awesome, even though, like, there is nothing positive that's going to come from this in the end. But right now is well, the best moment so, ever. So listen to this, though. They did – so they, I guess they did a survey or, or just an investigation into how many people had access to that airplane. And, and it came out to 12,600 in that airport had access to it. Oh, wow. But I guess that's, em, like, employees, people yeah. that could just walk onto it, like how they the secure that, that airplane. sweeps it out. Yeah. yeah. 12,600. <laughs> that's a lot of people. <laughs> Post nine eleven. Yeah. That's you're, what they're that's what they're talking about. They're like, post nine eleven, we right, allow right, that. You're you're over here squeezing on my toothpaste now, but yet twelve thousand people uh, got access like to this airplane. You're throwing out my my <laughs> lotion. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going through my unmentionables. Oh well, listen to this story, man. This is one that I I really like. So a friend of mine, um, for his birthday, uh, one of our other friends was looking for a good gift, and he looked in the paper, and he found for sale a miniature donkey. <laughs> What's this have to do with airplanes? I'm man? just. This is just a story, man. Oh. Are you bringing this back around? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay. 
All right. Can I just tell the story? No, go ahead. Go he kind of got quiet, so I was going to tell my favorite story. <laughs> go ahead. So he buys this donkey. And I go, it's in Tahlequah. So I go to Tahlequah for this big birthday deal. And uh, I show up, and there's like, they got this miniature donkey out in front of the house. They're like, yeah, you know, we got him a donkey. Well, dude, he pulls up, and, you know, everybody's like, happy birthday. He's like, we got you something. And they, like, just bring this thing around. And, man, it's this old, just scruffy-looking miniature donkey. And uh, they named it Fernando, all right? And uh, they named it Fernando because my buddy's favorite baseball player is Fernando Valenzuela. Did you remember him? Yeah, Dodgers, baby. Dodgers pitcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People had Fernando mania for a long time. Yeah. Anyways, so they get this. They get this. Oral Hershiger. (laughs) So they get this donkey, man. And, you know, it's funny. But then, you know, dude's like, I don't got anywhere I can keep this thing, man. You know, like, I live in town. What's a miniature donkey run? I don't know. I think they got it on the cheap. That's why they decided to do it. Yeah. But so anyway, so they, they uh, he's like, man, I got to find something to do with this thing. So he takes it out to an uncle of his house. And he's like, you know, you know, can you watch the thing? You know, well, he owns a skate. Uh, the guy that it was his birthday and has the donkey. He owns a skate house. All right. And it's like a skating rink. And he does like um, he lets kids play hockey and, you know, a lot of different things. But anyways, it, it's a pretty good little business he's got going on Tahlequah. And um one of the kids, every time he's like asking, he's like, "How's Fernando? How's Fernando?" He's like, "Cause he just loves, you know, this, you know, hearing about this donkey. Cause I guess he wants one real bad." Well, the kids' parents come up and we're like, "Hey, like, my little kid just can't stop talking about this donkey." And he said that like you were looking for a home for it. They're like, "We got a ranch <coughs> with horses and everything, and you know, if you want, like, we'll take it." Cause like he is just beside himself wanting this donkey. Dude's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'll bring it by, you know, tomorrow if that's okay. They're like, all right, we'll surprise him. He'll when he gets home from school, you know, the donkey will be there. Little Fernando will be there. Well, this donkey man, they decided Fernando was old, man. Like he had to be real old because he just kind of stood in the same place all day and like barely <laughs> ate and barely did anything. He just thanks for noticing. <laughs> yeah, like Fernando just kind of stands around in places and stuff. Well, so. They take him over to the to the people's house, you know, and sure enough, it's a ranch and everything. And, like, they get Fernando off the trailer, and, dude, Fernando just comes, like, completely unhinged and is just running and bucking and hee-hawing and just, like, having the time of his life. And Like fun? Yeah, or, man, okay. he's having a blast, man. He's, he's in the pasture with the horses and everything. He's just bucking and happy and everything, and then, bam, he runs head First into a pole, breaks his neck and dies. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What? And then, dark. and then, you know, not long after, it's like, you know, you hear the bus like pull up, and they're like, ah, oh. it's like Fernando. Like, we got life lessons about to be learned here. But what makes me that made the pilot think of you know what made me think of that was. Fernando, Fernando like he, he died happy, man. <laughs> he just he on and bucking and going crazy. It's it's poetic, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey man, tell me that. Tell tell that story you were telling me the other day about your buddy. Which one? Who used to uh, spray pesticide on the uh, drug crops in Colombia? Oh yeah, that was um that was actually a guy I worked with. Um, oh y'all weren't friends. I, know, I guess it, for my part, I liked the dude. Uh, he was a okay, so he was a pilot back when I um, 
when I got out of college, uh, one of the jobs I got, you know, while I was looking for a career, um, we worked with a company called Aerotech, and they do uh, aerial fertilizing mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. In fact, the owner has all kinds of planes and helicopters, do everything from fight fires, you know, spray crops, do whatever. But they used an 802 air tractor, which is like the biggest, baddest crop duster there is, and uh, they fertilize timber with it. And uh, George was one of the pilots, and uh, anyways... He, had, he was telling me a story about he was down in, um, I think, Columbia or somewhere, and uh, he had actually was on a contract, and they, they were spraying drug crops right. to kill them and everything. So it was a really dangerous job. Not many people wanted to do it. If you were crazy, you know, I guess you could do it. He was down there doing that. Well, because of the hostility in the area, you know, like they'd get shot at and, and crazy things. They all, like, were assigned, like, security guys, basically. And he said these security guys were, like, mercenaries yeah. you know like you probably don't want to know what they've done in their life and he said like his the one that was assigned to him i don't remember his name but he said he was just this huge just scary man and uh said that he uh he called him sugar and he's like sugar so, <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know why I'd, I'd be scared if a big scary man was calling me sugar but uh but anyways George went down, and he goes down in the jungle, and, like, he, you know, he survives the plane crash, but he's like, I don't know who's going to get here first, my people or the drug people. So he just kind of, you know, finds a place to hide, you know, not too far away from the plane, and uh, just kind of hides out because they'd kind of, they told him, you know, what to do in each situation, obviously. Right. But anyway, he said he's just sitting there just, like, dreading and just like, oh, man, yeah, you know. That's going to be tense, Yeah, man. you know, who's coming first? Who's coming first? And then he said, all of a sudden, he hears, sugar, sugar. <laughs> it's, like, not not tactical at all. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. Sugar. And he, he's just, like, barreling through the trees just like. Just like a rhino or something just coming through there and scoops him up. And he was like, man, he goes, I never felt safer in my entire life. He picks him up like bodyguard style, like Kevin Costner like walking out with Whitney Houston. Carries him like a baby in Oh, no. George was awesome, though, man. He had tons of cool stories. Uh, he married uh, a girl while he was down there named Juliana. And, uh, man, she was super cool and... Uh, like, I guess one night, like, they all cooked steaks for everyone. It was, like, the one night, like, I wasn't there. So, but no, he he was super cool. That was that was a good story. So. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> Pilots have great stories, especially crop dusters, because they'll always tell you guys that drive, like, those, or fly those, like, crop duster-style planes, uh -huh. uh, you got to be kind of crazy to do it. Like, Yeah, know. dude, like the dude from uh, Independence Day. Yeah, Randy Quaid. <laughs> that's pretty accurate, I think. But, uh... Okay, so another story he told me, and this was a pretty short one, but my job was I would hop on the wing of the plane. Like, he, like we did this fast because it was like you tried to get as many loads out a day as you could. So we would pull a truck up with fertilizer on it. It had like a, an auger that carried the fertilizer like up a pipe, and then the, the front end of the plane had a big hopper where you could just drop it in. Uh -huh. uh, so it's like between the engine and the cab is just this big empty hopper. So I would like – he would – he would pull up and then he would just slide the plane sideways. One guy would pull the truck up and the other guy would like jump on the wing, kick that thing open and then just start packing fertilizer or whatever we were spraying or spreading in. And then, you know, you'd, you'd kick off and you'd jump off and you'd have to jump in the truck as fast as possible. And they'd have to back up as fast as possible because as soon as you get his door shut, man, he's whipping it around, 
and just throttling it and taking off up the runway. Well, we were uh, we would get as close to the trees as we could. So instead of using like an actual runway, a lot of times we'd use like a long gravel road that right. was somewhere or a, a pasture that had enough flat spots, you know, because they didn't need much to get up and get down because uh, they're so powerful. Well, they had actually had a, a pilot die there because you had to fly over a slough that there was no way in and out of. And his plane crashed in there and they couldn't get to him in time. So, like, this was one of the more dangerous locations we were at. Uh-huh. Anyways, <clears throat> he was flying over that thing all day. He comes, lands, turns sideways. <clears throat> I jump on the wing. I'm sitting there pushing, pushing, pushing fertilizer in there, and all of a sudden the, just, the engine just dies. Boom. And, like, it sputters out and quits. And I look at it, and I look at him, and, dude, he's just, like, looked up and has <laughs> these big eyes, like, uh. And we're like, did you turn it off? He's like, no, I did not. And like, seriously, he was about to take off. Like I was almost done uh-huh. packing the fertilizer and then he was about to throttle it and get up in the air and be over that slough. And uh, anyways, we popped the cab over, man. He was just like, what in the world? And we got in there and sure enough, man, in the jet fuel, somehow like uh, water had gotten in there. The water separator didn't get all the water out. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess moisture gets in fuel, you know, I don't know. But uh Anyways, yeah, we used, we we clicked a little water separator and like drained it out, and like a bunch of water came out. And we're like, dude, this fuel's like no good, and like he was he was real close, close <laughs> to real close to dying. Yeah, if he would if if I would have gotten him loaded any faster, and he would have got up in the air, it wouldn't have taken like but a few seconds for him to get over that slough, go down, and then there was no way for us to get in there. Like we'd have to go. Oh, you're saying if he if his plane had died. In the air. In the air. He'd okay. crash. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. You couldn't glide it in? No. Yeah, come on, It's man. like a rock when that thing quits, man. These things look more in. like a World War II plane yeah. than they look like anything. It's a, it's like a, it's yeah, a jet like, engine, flying it's a jet tanks, engine using, uh, using a prop, though. Yeah, they're flying, prop. they're flying tanks. Yeah, and it's loaded down. It's loaded for, you know, it's, yeah. it's like a hauler, you know? So. Yeah. But, dude, the guy that owns that company, um, you know, my dad became friends with him, uh, long time ago they they did some work together and you know my dad gets to do a lot of cool stuff because he i don't know man he just he's made a lot of cool friends over the years but uh dude lives in alaska now and uh he's got like one of those houses that you have to like fly into it he lives like so far into the bush yeah and uh, he's getting off the grid man he's the manliest man on the planet I, i could do a whole podcast of stories about ted stallings man he is He's the real deal. He's a bad yeah. dude. Yeah, he's cool. He's done a lot of cool stuff. Sweet. We can move on, though. <laughs> well, we don't have much time to move on. Yeah. It's been a good... Yeah. Well. We touched everything, man. Yeah. You going to bring it around and tell another poop story? <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> you got a good one? Yeah. You want to hear one, man? No, man. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I, I've, got, I've got a good poop story if let's, you don't have a great one. Let's, 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 let's let Corey tell one. All right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, um, it better be better than this one. <laughs> a buddy of mine named Jesse Waters uh, also served in Iraq. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that goes around in Iraq is uh, we called it Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah. yeah everybody yeah. gets diarrhea. And you're really – the joke was that you're not a combat veteran until you've crapped your pants. <laughs> well, he he's on an OP. I, I don't know if he was in a sniper section or what, but you're essentially observing and you can't move. Yeah. Like, you don't want to give away your position. And uh, they're doing a raid on a city, so they're there for, like, 14, 15 hours, maybe longer. And uh, he said, like, 
30 minutes into it, he has to go to the bathroom. Oh. And he's holding it and holding it. Finally, he can't hold it anymore, so he just lets it go. <laughs> and at that point, he, he's afraid to move, right? Because <laughs> then it gets all sloshy and whatever. <laughs> well, he says, you know, however many hours goes by, and they finally get the call. They're like, hey, we're done. We're clearing out. We're coming to get you guys. So they come, they pick him up. And he says, whenever he stands up, like a perfect... <laughs> A perfectly shaped, he called it a poop cookie. <laughs> In the shape of his butt crack fell out the bottom of his pants. <laughs> like it just maintained form. <laughs> Think of the diaper rash. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was horrible. Like there, no there are definitely times when you're out there and it just hits you immediately, and you're like, "Dude, I have so long before I get back to a toilet." Yeah. Oh. We had a uh, we were going through a minefield, uh, or a supposed minefield. We had engineers out in front clearing, and they're marking with like glow sticks and flags, like flags in daytime, glow sticks nighttime, to mark our path through it. Yeah. So you can only get out directly in front or directly behind your vehicle because that's all that's been cleared. So we stop, and uh, a buddy of mine named Gat has to take a bathroom break. (laughs) And so he has to go in front of everybody, (laughs) right in front of the truck. So everybody has their cameras out there taking pictures of him. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm in the back of the truck. I can't see what's going on, but he gets back in, and I notice he doesn't have an undershirt on anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, Gat, are you not wearing a shirt? He's like, I was. (laughs) (laughs) Got a white man. Got to. Like, there's no excuse. I mean, leaves. Napkins, well, T-shirts, painters rags. Working, uh, working <coughs> in the forestry right out of high school. In the summertime, we'd have to go out in these settings, and like it'd be a big timber setting. So you'd have to, you'd pretty much just walk the whole thing. Well, uh, this girl that was working with us, she, um, she got sent out with me. She'd been in the office all summer long. They'd gave her, given her an office job, but at the end of the summer, they started having her go out with me. Well, I'd been out there and got acclimated to it. She hadn't. Well, she gets like heat stroke first day. So I was like, okay, from now on, if you'll just drive the truck and drop me off, I'll walk the setting, put all the plots in, and then you just, I'll tell you where to pick me up, and that's where I'll come out. So that's what she do. So she drops me off, and I go out there, and I do all my work, and, you know, she's, you know, parked on the other end. I come out, and I come on the other side, and I've only got one sleeve on my T-shirt. <laughs> she's like, uh. She asked. She said, uh, Jeffrey, um, what happened to your sleep on your t-shirt i was like man i had to go to the bathroom and man she died laughing yeah. died laughing because you know it's like well why didn't you tear both of them? i was like i need the other one later <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a great experience no. <laughs> so anyways here's the worst part about it i had to tell her about this one so a little bit later you know my dad he's one of those guys like at the end of the day you know he takes a shower he puts on some bed clothes and he just like comes back in the living room well uh, we always had friends over and stuff so me and some of my friends, we're sitting around the living room. Sorry, Jimmy Wade, telling the story. But uh, Dad comes out of the, the shower. He's got that T-shirt on with just one sleeve. <laughs> I was like, uh. Does he know? I was like, Dad, Does he why know? are you wearing that shirt? He's like, I don't know. He just, I just grabbed a T-shirt, you know. I'm going to go to bed. You know, like, it's only got one sleeve. He's like, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, you know. <laughs> like, oh, Dad. Did you tell him? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's my poop sleeve. Yeah, but I'm just like, why would you wear that? <laughs> it's just weird one to pick when there's like people in the living room. You show it like, did you think it was a style thing? <laughs> like, did you think you were gonna come out looking cool? Like, what's? But no, nah, no, my dad, he just absolutely didn't care. He was just like, yeah, just put a t-shirt on. That's fine. <laughs> so, no, that, like I said, you can go for days yeah, telling those stories. Wood, man. <laughs> Dude, so many. I'll close it up right here.
All right. It's in College Station visiting my buddy. Yeah. There's a place called Freebirds that yeah. originated in College Station. Yeah. They got a thing called the Super Monster, which is a four to six pound burrito. Mm-hmm. He tells, he goes, dude, you can't eat that burrito. I'm yeah. like, dude, I guarantee I can eat that burrito. <laughs> so we go eat it. Yeah. I eat it. Like no problem. Like just like it wasn't a big deal. Oh, at all? it was. It was one. It was great. Tastes great. I love Freebirds. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was just like, so he's you know he's sitting there with his normal size burrito. Like, what you think? Yeah. I'm like I don't know, man. Like, kind of feel like I could have eaten two of those. And he's like, "There's no way you can eat two. And I'm like, "No, I really think I can." Yeah. And so he uh, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Uh, he goes, "I'll pay for your second burrito if you eat it, and we're gonna go play golf after." So I'm like, all right, let's try it. So he buys it, and I start eating it. And about halfway through, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to finish this one. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad like I did after I finished that Kindles challenge, right? Yeah. But I remember that one. Not one to uh, have him have something over me. Powered through. I it. powered through it and knocked it all out. Well, fast forward, we're golfing. Oh, you had to feel sick. <clears throat> Well, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of rolling around, but, you know, I'm still able to do it. But it's hot. It's summer. It's, it's the summer, so no one's there. Yeah. Well, the other thing is because no one's there and it's the middle of the week, they were doing renovations to the bathroom. So we come around the turn, and <laughs> I can't use the you restroom. You got two super monsters. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> all right, you know, like. Yeah. I think I can knock nine out before we go home. I mean, I'm not touching fabric yet, but <laughs> it's getting there. So we go, and we get another four or five holes in, and it's like, dude, uh, we got to go. Yeah. And, he's like, and he's like, dude, we still got four holes. <laughs> we got four holes left. He's like, dude, just, you know, so I grabbed some napkins from, you know, our Man, snack. I'm breached. I got to yeah, go. <laughs> we got a turtle head, right? So I go out and I and they had these like, bush. They're trees, but their bush yeah. is like evergreen. So there's plenty of cover. Yeah. And they got you know my pine needles all over the place. I take these napkins. Anyway, I drop this just bear sized dookie man. <laughs> and uh, I mean, dude, they, they, those two those two burritos pushed every bit out. <laughs> Anything else like, you had? Yeah, the like... new the new pushed the old one hundred percent right. <laughs> So, but dude, it looked like just a huge pile of frozen yogurt, right? Oh man! <laughs> the f- best part—that uh, might be TMI. The best. <laughs> no, it, it, it's relevant. It's relevant. It's relevant. We're gonna the have best to change part. our viewer rating, man. <laughs> it's relevant for this What's reason. This one? We're oh. no longer E for everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's relevant for, for this reason. The the holes went like this, right? So you would finish one hole in the, the green. For the listeners, he's saying they yeah. kind of they so you finish one there. green, walk yeah. over to the the tee box just across from it, and then go back the other way. Yeah. So they they're they're running uh, head onto each other. Well, somebody on the hole behind us had hit a ball that fluttered into these these woods, oh. probably about ten fifteen feet from me, but they couldn't see me where I was at. And I went and picked up this man's ball, no, and I stuck Josh. the cherry, the cherry on top of this dookie man, <laughs> and sat there, and went out up on the green. And all I hear is, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> I hope that wasn't like some kind of a good golf ball, man. Oh, who cares, man? <laughs> Do you grab it? Me? Or you just like chalk one up to lost that one? <laughs> Golf rules, man. Played as it lies. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> like, 
Could you imagine? Because you know, a lot of guys they gamble on holes. I mean, obviously the ball was up a little bit, so like oh, really, he could have just hit it. Yeah, played it as it lies, mm-hmm. like and gotten dookie all like over a, the place. That sucker's teed up. <laughs> all over. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah. So it's like you know, because there are a lot of guys who you know, especially these rich guys who play golf, they play for money. And you know? he, yeah, this might have been the best best round of his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you hit it? Remember Caddyshack? Hey, man. Best round of his life. You're, you're talking to a dude that don't keep score when he golfs because it would be pointless. But I'm <laughs> just saying, would you would you, would you play it or just take the stroke? No, man, I would leave it Or would it you there. call it a man-made hazard? <laughs> I would leave it and just anyway. walk away and throw a ball out in the fairway and hit from there because I don't play real golf. No, if, you, if you're playing with your buddy and money's on the line, do you make him hit it or do you give him – a courtesy drop. Oh, I mean, you have to like try to force the issue to make them hit it. I mean, that's you're See not how a, dedicated. You're not you. a buddy. Like you're you're not close <laughs> friends. Like that's how you know if you got a real buddy or not. Like the nicer they are to you, the less your friend they really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your friends are those dudes who you honestly hate hanging out with because you that's know it's always negative. Good point. Yeah. All right, man. That an hour. Uh, that's an hour and eight minutes, friend. Hour and eight minutes. <laughs> Episode 41's in the book. Um, top of dudechain.com. Check us out. Check out the sponsors page. Click on those links. Use the codes that we provide. Um, at dudechain88 on all the social media sites. Uh, go like us. Follow us on Google Play now uh, for all you Android users. Yep. Anything else? I think that wraps it up. Yeah. All right. Have We're a great out. week. Peace. Later.